CW Radio, your information station. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the WDW Newscast. Today is December 7th, 2011. I am Lou Mangello from WDWRadio.com. Tonight's newscast is brought to you by our good friends over at touringplans.com. They are the official research team behind the unofficial guide. And again, you know that whether you're a first-timer like you or you've been here hundreds of times like you, if you want to save up to four hours in the Disney theme parks, Jeremy, you know, you visit touringplans.com. They've got touring plans, crowd calendars, wait times, the lines application for your mobile device, and a pretty awesome blog to go with that as well. Be sure and check them out over at touringplans.com slash WDWradio, and both Henry Work and Scarlett will give you free hugs when you see them in the parks. So, really quickly on today's news, not a lot going on uh, at Walt Disney World, but there are a couple of announcements I wanted to go over. Uh, about a year or so ago, Disney announced the health and wellness suites right. over at the Contemporary Resort, in addition to some of the, the royal rooms, the regal rooms that were going to uh, the Port Orleans resorts as well. well. This past week, they announced that plans for the previously announced health and wellness suites have actually been canceled, although they will still renovate those suites at a later time. They will be doing some updates to furniture. Uh, the concierge lounge can be updated as well. And I think that that entire sort of floor of suites dedicated to health and wellness is probably not going to happen at all. Um, I don't know how much of a draw that might have been for new guests or for guests. Because look, you're here on vacation. It's not about health and wellness and exercising. I've never, of all the things I've done in Walt Disney World, never seen a health club. I don't, I'm not even sure that they really exist here. <laughs> but I am sure for some, they do enjoy that. For me, I would rather just partake in all of the, um, the turkey leg and dole of goodness. Absolutely. So, if they made them, if, made, if they made the 14th floor a snack suite, right. that's really more the speed that I'm looking at. Jeremy is giving me a, th a thumbs up for that. Scarlett Jeff also from touringplants.com agreeing. The snack suites, that's the next um, snack suites right here at Wilderness Lodge, by the way. Which Instead we forgot to mention. Wellness, it should be like a Heath bar and whale <laughs> bar. Okay. It should be the kitchen sink rooms uh, at Disney's Wilderness Lodge, uh, which, by the way, where we are actually broadcasting from. We're enjoying some of the holiday decorations. Beautiful tree here in the My lobby. Favorite, at favorite resort or favorite Both. resort for the holidays? Both. Absolutely. Whispering Canyon, not too bad either. Not so bad. As long as we're talking about healthy eating. Healthy eating. We should talk about Whispering Canyon Cafe as well. More importantly, as we look forward to 2012, we, there I was another announcement this past week from Disney and Geek, Star Wars Geeks Unite, oh, yes. because I don't know where you thought I was going with that, but <laughs> they announced the dates for Star Wars Weekends 2012. They are going to actually begin in May this year, May 18th through the 20th, the 25th through the 27th, June 1st through the 3rd, and June 8th, 8th through the 10th. I'm going blind in my old age from too much Dole Whip. Um, continually being super popular again now with um, Star Tours being open like it was last year. I think it could continue to see even more people. Um, if you could see one Star Wars celebrity here, you know, they have Ashley Eckstein view. Um, don't laugh, I, I do. Um, we do, we do. She went to the Apple Store last week, by the way. And, but what other stars would you like to see? What other stars from the movies would you like to see? 
Th dream big, it's okay. Well, you, you'd probably, I'd probably have to say Harrison Ford would be the one that I think would be least likely. <laughs> He's got a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. Indiana Jones 5. Right. Indiana yeah. Jones 5 is coming out. Jeremy, you think that the guy who played Greedo is the one who should probably be here? Members of the Cantina Find Band? Who really shot first. No. Billy D. Williams. Do you? I met Billy D. Williams at the D23 Expo. And Chewy. It was a, um, it was an interesting experience meeting Hello, Billy D. Williams. What have we here? <laughs> he had some, he had some interesting <laughs> words for Darth Vader. Uh, and for you, who would it be? I mean, besides Ashley Jackson, I'd say maybe Chewy. You know, Peter Mayhew. Who's? But he comes here all the time. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you mean somebody who doesn't? Somebody who doesn't come here. Oh, Mark Hamill. Why not? Absolutely. Why not? Hey. I'd love to see, who? James James Earl Jones. George This is CNN. George That's who I'd want to see. I would love to have sort of a, a panel discussion with... Wow. I think the best line from Star Wars Weekends last year was when Bob Iger and George Lucas are out on stage and Darth Vader's there and George Iger... George Iger. Thank you. It's a combination. They've, Bob Iger says to, Star, to Darth Vader... What does he say? Prepare to meet your maker. It was awesome. It but was of brilliant. Kind of, You're preparing to meet your maker. Was that your, was that your <laughs> Bob Iger impression? That was my Bob Iger. <laughs> Interesting. Your voiceover work in the future is really, it's, it's going to take off. All right, let's move on to some additional news coming out of Walt Disney World. Uh, they're launching something new in sort of a test phase over at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Again, it's got to always come back to food. And they're launching a fantastic picnic meal. Um, sort of like the world of color, sort of picnic meal that gives you sort of a little box lunch or a box meal and reserved seating over at World of Color at DCA. They're going to have it here at Disney's Hollywood Studios as well. It's a test that's going to run during the holiday season from the 18th through the 31st of December. And what you'll do is you'll pick up your, your box picnic meal over at Min and Bill's Dockside Diner about an hour and a half before the show. And they give you reserved seating in the Phantasmic Theater, which I have to assume is probably either in the back or off to the side. Not really sure where that's going to be as yet. So you are sort of guaranteed a seat uh, no matter where that reserved section is going to be. The meals are only $14.99, which is not a bad value, especially for a dinner meal. And there's a few options for adults. You've got fried chicken with maple glazed sweet potatoes, baby spinach salad, broccoli and cranberry salad, and cheesecake, your favorites. There's also a vegetable wrap with avocado spread, tabula, avocado, and tomato salad with a citrus vinaigrette and chocolate cake. There's salmon with couscous salad, dried cranberries and peas, teriyaki and orange marinated beef with udon noodle salad, caramelized vegetables, sesame mandarin vinaigrette, seaweed salad, gingered carrots, mandarin orange cheesecake. I, I will go just for that. I don't even need to see Fantasmic at that point. <laughs> kids, kids have turkey and American cheese wraps and the power pack and the power pack is goldfish crackers, and yogurt, treat, cheese, apples, and carrots. The kids' meals are only $5.49 plus tax, uh, and it also there's, again, a, a, a selection of other desserts. There's fresh fruits, brie, dipped strawberries and chocolate, focaccia bread. Uh, again, about $12 with those. You can make reservations by calling 407-WDW-DINE. So what do you think about these Fantasmic packages? There's obviously the Fantastic Dining package where you can go to select restaurants in Disney's Hollywood Studios, have your meal, and then be escorted over to that reserved seating area. But what about something like this? It's a little bit more casual, a yeah. little less informal, and obviously a lot less expensive as well. Right, less expensive, and probably more convenient for somebody just to, to walk up and 
and get that snack and be able to eat it there or even or earlier. So just not as much uh, work involved. So you call I, a do, lot of variety too. Do you call sitting down for a meal work? Is that actually work to you? <laughs> I think for a lot of us and a lot of the people listening, we're think that we think the food looks good. Right. That's going to be something we're going to enjoy. And the biggest concern I would have is where would that seating be? Right. Because if they do seat us where they currently seat the packet dinner package stuff, those seats are probably they're over on the side right. and you're not center. You're kind of in the worst seats in the house for right. it. So that that would probably be the one thing I would want to know if that is where they're going to be seating you. Right. I would actually sit I would rather sit all the way in the back so I have sort of that the view right. of the entire uh, water stage area as opposed to off the side because the only thing about sitting off to the side is that the music sometimes doesn't line up right. with the floats that you're seeing uh, yeah, being and, way and off to the side. Like, yeah, when the, when the floats going by and the Beauty and the Beast music's on, you want the Beauty and the Beast float to be in the center and right. not around the corner being chased by the Indians or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I made that part up. But. Well, I, I will tell you, I said sort of half-jokingly that I would get the meal and not even worry about the reserved seating, but I actually mean that sincerely. So, because some of the options that they have, especially for adults, is a unique variety of foods, especially over at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Obviously, a lot of times if you want a quick service meal, you can go over to Sunset Boulevard, you can pick up turkey leg. The gourmet hot dogs, have you tried the gourmet? Oh yeah. Are awesome. The mac and cheese hot dogs, just, mm. just really roll me in mac right now. Love it. Right? Gourmet hot dogs, but these are nice, and they do come in sort of a box-style variety. And I did really like that <clears throat> it was, you had things like a vegetable wrap, you have some healthy options, you've got salmon with cuckoos, and not cuckoos, couscous, couscous. <laughs> but you also have sort of that Asian-inspired food right. as well, where you can't get right. anywhere else. Yes. So I would literally go for $15, get that, that sort of packaged meal, right. eat it anywhere that you want, in the park and then go to see Fantasmic later on if you like. Right, yeah, exactly. I think we would go and get this box lunch to experience it and not sit where they tell us to. Right, and this is actually something that they've done over at California Adventure with the World of Color show, right. so it's, it's very similar to that. So. And I think, there's a, uh, I think there's a research trip in our future. And I'm calling researching of the Terry and Orange marinated beef. We'll share. All right, we'll share. You can have the cheesecake and the string cheese and the apples, and we'll go with that. And the desserts. And the desserts. So the final bit of uh, news, sort of slash rumor this week, because it hasn't been officially confirmed, but there is a rumor that starting um, around the last week of the year, comedy shows from the former Comedy Warehouse over at Pleasure Island are going to be performed over in the Sounds Dangerous Theater at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Multiple showtimes throughout the day, starting at 12, 31, 32, 34, 35, 36, 30 p.m., and it's a very interesting concept. And I'm wondering, are they testing the bringing back of sort of the improv comedy like they had at Comedy Warehouse, right. to seeing how that would work if they wanted to bring it back to Pleasure Island? Or are they testing new shows to potentially replace Sounds Dangerous? So is this sort of the, you know, the live version of the Monsters, Inc., Laugh Lore, that comedy show coming over to Disney's Hollywood Studios that is going to be different every single time you go? What, one thing I know from being a frequent goer to the Comedy Warehouse, many other performers in there are currently employed in, in, some, in some venue right. around, around Walt Disney World. So I think they have them all here. Mm -hmm. Many of them are here, uh, and they're able to get them all together. Is it to try it out, or is it really like, look, let's just give them one extra thing because it's such a busy time of year? 
and we'll see what we'll see what happens. If it's going to be something huge, maybe they will bring it back as a uh, maybe in the park. Do you think this is sounding the death knell for Sounds Dangerous, as if it hasn't maybe been sounded <laughs> earlier on? Death knell sounded <laughs> quite, quite a while. <laughs> you think that ran about 2001? <laughs> right. But Sounds Dangerous is still and look, you know, we sort of kid around about Sounds Dangerous. It's a one and done. You know, for a lot of people who haven't been here in five, seven, or ever, Sounds Dangerous is still a new attraction for them. And, you know, I took my kids to it, and, like, my daughter liked it. You know, she sort of liked that idea of that 3D audio, although she had no idea who Drew Carey was right. at the time. Yeah, the 3D. I was actually in there recently. Like, they opened it for one weekend, and it was kind of devastating because the surround sound was off. So, basically, you were watching an entire show mono you know <laughs> the whole effect of in 3d sound was not there. it was not very dangerous so at all they just needed to have that room open <laughs> so people can go in and they put on head headphones and watch drew carey walk around in the dark i think some of the best parts of sound dangerous was the post show that's sort of where you could sort of right. interact and make sort of the uh, the foley sounds on your own but so i want to leave you with the question for the week which is we, we start thinking about things like the Comedy Warehouse. It was one of the things I really enjoyed about Pleasure Island. Yeah. What were some of your favorite aspects? Or what, was, what show or venue do you miss most from Pleasure Island? If this is something that may be coming back, what else would you like to see come back? And or, is this something you'd like to see in Disney's Hollywood Studios? Would you, like, would you go to, even maybe more than once, an improv comedy show over at Disney's Hollywood Studios? No, I would. Is that the right venue for it? Uh, well, part of the part of what I loved about the company warehouse was it was adults. Right. It was for adults. It was clean, but it, you didn't. You definitely had performers that could speak to an adult. I think it's a very different job to do improvisation with children in the audience. Again, some of those performers um, working at things like Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor, where right. again you sort of have to sort of obviously tame things down. Like the idea of an improv comedy show at Hollywood Studios, or is it something that you'd rather see come back to this, this new downtown Disney that's being developed? I think it's going to be better at downtown Disney, but it, I, I feel to test it out and do something there, I think I can definitely see what it gets. Prefer downtown Disney, yeah. but test it there. I agree. I like to see them using that space for something other than Sounds Dangerous. Right. I think that's exciting. Yeah, I, I, would, um, I would definitely like to see something else come into sounds dangerous again over the years uh, those theaters there have had some pretty interesting uh, shows like the monster sound show and things like that I'd almost like to see it maybe come back to more of a, of a studio type feel but I would love to see comedy warehouse um, come back but I would love to hear from you what you think about uh, what should be coming into the sounds dangerous theater and or uh, a comedy warehouse type show coming to downtown Disney I'm going to post the audio from tonight's newscast over at wdwradio.com please come by and comment there also while you're there be sure and explore the rest of the site including the videos the discussion forums and also check out our blog we've recently posted our well it's been more than 2,000 blog posts since then uh, big thanks to Chrissy Visaki for taking care of that we have a lot of new blogs coming up and also be sure and check out our Christmas tree went Disney contest so you got to submit your, the pictures of your tree or your Festivus poll, whatever it might be. Show us how your tree went Disney for a chance to win a valuable and not so valuable prize package. We also have um, our WDW Radio holiday project where we're sending cards and maybe even some gifts to soldiers overseas. You'll find the blog post there. We have an address. We sort of adopted a, uh, a troop out there 
over in Iraq. And we also have a new schedule of blog posts as well. So on Mondays we have What's Your Favorite, where we're going to ask you a question about one of your favorite things, Disney. Tuesday is going to be Kids Day, we're going to have blogs written by and dedicated to kids, and kids I mean under the age of 18, although we're all kids at heart. We've got thumbs up or thumbs down on Wednesday. We're going to propose a change or a modification to a Disney attraction or park. We want you to vote on whether what you approve of the changes. We have Disney product reviews, whether it's Disney games, foods, of course. Uh, maybe a little article of clothing, merchandise you can find in the parks. <laughs> Thursdays, we've got the Disney Dilemma. We're going to, it's sort of a, a situation-based blog. We're going to uh, propose a Disney problem that a guest might face, and you're going to be asked to help solve that problem. And take it seriously, Scott Otis. Of and we're also going to post, you're going to like this, a Disney vintage photo. Little, little uh, photography-based Wayback Machine. And we're going to post some photos there. Friday's going to have What Would You Rather, a choice between some classic activities and the Disney to-do at home. We're going to give you some simple Disney projects that you can do at home over the weekend, especially if you're snowed in up in the northeast or the frozen tundra of Maine, wherever. It's due by Monday, right? It's due by Monday. It's like your homework assignment for the weekend. Also, don't forget, it is the holiday season. And look what I just got in my little hands just a couple days ago. This is the Celebrations Magazine Deluxe Limited Edition holiday book. I know it's under all of your Festivus trees by now or whatever holiday you celebrate. 120 pages, a hardbound book. Beautiful. Uh, photos. You, did you have one? Yes, did you get one? Absolutely. You bought one? I did. I'm really impressed. You have not, have you? This is what it looks like, just what so you know. What is this magazine? It's actually, it's, it's a book, <laughs> and it's 120 pages of, look, beautiful photos. It's no, no, we're not talking point and shoot Lou Mangello pictures. Look at that. <laughs> Lights of winter. Nice. We also have stories about the holidays at Walt Disney World, past and present. Jim Corcus has an article in here. I take you backstage that's right. inside the Holiday Warehouse. Show, holiday show you, th that's 19.95 for you. <laughs> you can order, you can only look at half of it and it's only 18.95. <laughs> but you can still order it at celebrationspress.com and we will, we will get it to you in time for the holidays, depending on what Don't your holiday to, actually is. There you go. Or you can come to Scott's house and read notes. his. Anyway, uh, thank you very much for watching or listening. I know we had some, um, some single issues here at Disney's Wilderness Lodge. Please come by, leave your comments though in this week's show notes at www.radio.com. Follow me on Twitter, I am at Lou Mangiello, facebook.com slash www.radio, and circle me. Is that what we call it now, circling me? I don't know. If you're on Google+, go to loumangiello.com slash G+. Is that what we're saying, circle me? Is this the universal single for, uh, signal for circle me? You have no idea. This is, this is the universal circle me symbol. Anyway, uh, come by the site, check it out, and again, leave your comments, and uh, also check out DisneyMeets.com. We've got Meets of the Month at Walt Disney World next weekend. Right. Make sure that you're here. Um, you are Scott Otis, you this are Glenn weekend. Whelan. Saturday. Wait, this it's this weekend. weekend. This I don't even Saturday. know what day of the week it is. It's Saturday. Wait, reverse that. Saturday. That's Jeremy, that's Jeff, that's Scarlett. These guys are touringplans.com, thanking them again for sponsoring tonight's newscast. No, no, I put the logo up. Those guys are touringplans.com. So until next time, everybody, thanks very much for listening. Good night and have a pleasant tomorrow.